0: I have only short period to talk about maintaining your spiritual health. Right now, we are in the time of pandemic. People are so scared of coronavirus, the COVID-19. Everywhere, from extreme, to one extreme to another extreme. So far, I still have quite a lot of people not returning to my church yet. They still watch the live stream because they're so scared. I don't blame them. Don't take me wrong. I understand there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But because people are so worried about their health, they're concerned about the virus to attack their nose, their throat, and their lungs, and their vessels, whatever, I totally understand. We want to be healthy. But at the same time, one thing that people forget about is their spiritual health. They only think about their finances, their muscles, their physical health. They don't go to church, but they can go to the gym. They cannot go to church, but they can walk, exercise in Costco. <laughs> but the church, bye-bye. Because I'm afraid they're gonna get infected in church. So far, I opened my church in June. No one gets infected in my church. Spiritual health is important. Let me read from 3 Johns verse 2 here. The Bible says, be loved. I pray that you may prosper in all things. How many people want to be prosperous? Raise your hand up. How many people want to be physically healthy? How many people want to have a lot of money left over in the bank account? No hesitation. Everyone raise hand. How many people want to be good looking? Look young, healthy. You want to? You may prosper in all things money, health, physical health, relationship, husband and wife, have good kids, good marriage. In all things, everything prospers, not just money. And be in health, be in good health. Just as, listen carefully. Your soul prospers. In order to be prosperous in everything in your life, finances, physical health, relationship, marriage, raising kids, parenting, your job, anything in your life in order to be prosperous. The root is That produce all this prosperity is your soul prospers. The root problem of mankind, poverty, sickness, broken home, all kinds of problems, addiction, headache, heartache, depression, all kinds of problems come from one root. Here, their souls Sick and unhealthy. When our soul is weak, unhealthy, and sick, it will impact every part of our life our physical body, our finances, our work, our relationship, our ministry, everything. So it's so important to be healthy in our spirit. Amen? The book of Jeremiah, chapter 2, verse 13. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me. The first sin. You may still go to church on Sunday, but your heart is somewhere else. Your heart worships COVID-19 more than God. Your heart worships money more than God. Your heart is for fun, for entertainment. You don't love God anymore. You forsake God. First sin. What is the second sin? Uh, when you forsake me, who, who is He? God is a source, He is a spring of living water. So when you have relationship with God, the spring of living water will flow into you and give life to you and give prosperity and success and strength and good health. Your relationship with God is so strong, you're healthy spiritually, you're going to have the spring of living water flowing and flowing and flowing. Amen? You will not get sick easily. If you get sick, it will be gone very quickly. And what is the second sin here? Two sins. And have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. The second sin is that you run your own life. You set up your own container, your own cistern, but your cistern or your containers are broken. You cannot contain the blessing. The blessing just leaks off. Good health leaks off. Full of junk on the inside. Do you notice one thing that God in the Bible compares every believer as a container. Something that contains certain things. Such as the Bible calls us a city. Our life is a city. contain population. Contain building inside. The Bible calls us the temple. We are the temple. We contain something as a temple. The Bible calls us the cup. We are the cup. The cup runs over. We contain something. What kind of cistern you are? You are building your own life or you let God build your life? Are you the healthy cup, healthy cistern, healthy vessel, or you're a broken vessel. If you're broken, you cannot contain anything. It will keep leaking, and leaking. And that's why a lot of people are not happy, full of depression, full of worry. Get into debt, get into big problem, relationship problem, broken home, divorce, a lot of problems, because the cistern, their life, are broken. The spiritual life is very sick. I admit to you, as a pastor, I am called to be a pastor, to be the shepherd. One of my goals is to help my members to be healthy spiritually. Because I know that when my members are healthy spiritually, they will be blessed in other areas of their life. That's why In New Hope, either people really love me or people walk out of the church because they could not handle my preaching. I'm too strong. I don't want to give just Tylenol. I want to give strong vitamin. In fact, (laughs) I like to preach strong because I have less problem in my church. When I preach strong... Those who are not sincere, those who come for women, who come for money, those who come for any personal benefit, they could not sit there. This, the, the seat is so hot. <sighs> this pastor, why he talk about me? And they left. And it's good that they left. Because the good people, the good chief in the church will not be hurt by them. Because they came with the wrong motive. I protect my church that way. <laughs> when you are healthy spiritually, you're going to have what we call a spiritual glow. The glow, the glory on your face, on your eyes, on your body. You can see from face the face of people that they are spiritually healthy or not. It's just like the medicine, medical practice like me. When I see my patient, I can tell whether they are sick or not. From the outward appearance, the facial expression, the way they stand, the way they walk, the way they eat, the way they sleep, the outward symptoms and signs show that that person is healthy or not. In the same way, when a person is unhealthy spiritually, it will reveal to the outside the facial expression, the reaction, the words, the behavior, everything. I want, and God wants, not just me, God wants you to be spiritually healthy. Because if you're spiritually healthy, you shall be blessed, you shall be prosperous, and you shall be the blessing to other people. As a daddy like me, I'm a daddy. I'm the head of my household. It's so important that I'm healthy. Because when I'm healthy in my home, my kids will be strong and blessed. But if I'm a weak man, if I'm a very carnal man, my children and my wife will suffer. So important that we are strong, healthy. Look at Romans chapter 12 verse 11. Not lacking in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. When people are spiritually healthy, they are diligent. They like to go to church. They come to church, they don't drag their feet into the church Another Sunday. Pastor, hurry up, preach quickly. I want to go home, watch my football game. Pastor, you teach too long. Don't call me, don't use me. I'm too busy. No, people who are spiritually healthy, they love to serve. They're diligent. They're diligent in listening to the sermon, in reading the Bible, in serving the Lord. And fervent in spirit. You can tell from the outside that a person is fervent or look like a dead cow. I wrote a sermon long time ago, but I never preached. I haven't preached this sermon. The sermon name is The Stench of Stagnation. Stench means bad smell. Stagnation means just sit there, don't move. When a cow is dead for a few days, you walk close to that cow, (sighs) that cow is stagnant, lying there, could not move because it's dead. Bad smell. In the same way, when we are dead spiritually, When we are stagnant spiritually, we lack the glory. Our eyes look like, what's going on here? I'm in trouble. No, when you are healthy, you're very bright, you're full of glory, full of glow. Amen? You radiate. Character of God out of you, the character of Jesus out of you. How many people want to be that way? I want to be that way. I don't want to be a dead cow, stagnant Christian, just dragging my feet to church, dragging my feet to read the Bible. I want to be excited. Sometimes I like to watch the um, uh, African-American church. African-American church, when the preacher preach Like this. They come up and down and they dance and then Wow, not in Asian church. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to see the on-fire church. I want to see the on-fire disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to see the on-fire bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. For in love with Jesus, banana for Jesus. So healthy to love God so much. Amen? In Psalm chapter 107, verse 17. I may not be able to finish the whole sermon, but because I need to look at the time. Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffer affliction because of their iniquities. The main reason for losing spiritual glow, or from, for being spiritually sick, is rebellion, is sin, stubbornness, disobedience, and rebellion. This scripture is so strong some, even in the church today, became fool. God called people who are stubborn, who rebel against God, I don't care what God say. I'm going to do my own way. I don't need to love God. I'm going to run my own life. I'm smart enough, God. You don't need to tell me anything. They became fool through their rebellious ways. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be rebellious. And what is the result of being unhealthy? If you don't sleep enough, you don't eat balanced food, you don't exercise, you don't take care of yourself, what happened? You're going to suffer affliction because of your iniquities. Iniquities mean rebellion, disobedience, and the result of rebellion. So many people suffer from financial problem, suffer from relationship problem, suffer from health problem, sickness, unhappiness, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness. They suffer because they don't want to obey God. And that is not the life we should live. We have only one life to live. One day we're going to leave this world. One day we're going to die. If we're going to live in this world, let us live a life of success, a life of happiness, a life of good spiritual health. Become the blessing to people. Amen? I choose that way. It's your choice. Actually, the Bible says in the Old Testament, choose today, choose now, the blessing or the cursing. Choose now life or death. How many people choose life? Raise your hand up. How many people choose blessing? You have to make choice. You choose. Is that right? I want the blessing. A lot of time, Christians are unhealthy because a big problem happened. And a big problem is unforgiveness. Somebody offend you. Maybe your pastor offends you, preaching too strong or something. And you practice unforgiveness. In Mark chapter 11, 25 to 26. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither. How many people want God to forgive you? How many people want God to give you grace? If you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Please forgive people if you want to be spiritually healthy. I think unforgiveness is a big problem on this planet Earth. Big time. You know why? Because everyone makes mistakes. Your parents make mistakes. You make mistakes. Your siblings make mistakes. I make mistakes. Everybody offends somebody all the time. So we need to practice forgiveness on a regular basis. Amen? I know that Pastor Da needs to exercise forgiveness all the time. Every day. I know that. Luke chapter 6, verse 37, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Amen? Don't judge anybody. Don't condemn anybody. Don't criticize anybody. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Hallelujah. Now, how can we become healthy spiritually? The question. I hope that after this teaching, you make a decision. I want to be healthy. I don't want to be sick spiritually. The problem is that we don't see ourselves, we don't know that we are sick spiritually. That's the problem. That's why You need the church. That's why you need to be in the community where you have relationship with. I thank God for online. I thank God for Zoom. I thank God for all the line uh, thing in the phone. But you know, line and Zoom is not enough. Because in order to be help, to be healthy, you need to be in a community where people know you, see you, pray for you, lay hand on you, correct you, adjust you. Light will not do that thing. No one see your life in line. You can act so spiritual in line, but behind the scene, (laughs) and no one knows. But if you're in the local church, your pastor knows. Your friend knows. You cannot hide. That's why we need the local church. So that we can have examination Spiritual examination, where are we spiritually? So that people can pray for us. Amen? I give you an example. One couple came to my church many years ago, American couple. They lived together. They did not get married. And they just sleep together every day. They don't believe in marriage. They just want to live together. They came and got saved. I did not say anything to them because I know if they say too soon, they will leave the church. But what did I do? Pastor Da and I prayed for this couple for a couple of years. Until one day, both of them came to me and said, Pastor, I think we should stop this and we should get married. You see, if you're online, no one knows behind the scene what's going on. In order to be spiritually healthy, you need to be in a good local church where the Word of God is preached, where the Holy Spirit is moving, where the Spirit of God touched and cleansed people. Not just religious thing on Sunday. Have to be real. The message has to be strong to be really cleansing you, not just whatever will be, will be. No, have to be strict to the Bible if you want to be spiritually strong. Amen. Yes. The pastor should not feed you all or junk food all the time. The pastor has to give you good steak, good food. Yes. Psalm 23 1 and 5 to 6. You know that Psalm 22. It's a prophecy about the death of Jesus Christ at the cross. The Son of God, the Messiah, gonna come to pay the price for us. But then, verse 23, after he was raised from the dead, now he is our shepherd. Look at Psalm 23, verse 1. A psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is our shepherd. He wants to make sure the sheep are healthy eating good grass, the green grass, drinking pure water. He's a good shepherd, but he's not on earth right now. That's why I understand that in 1987, God called me, can you shepherd my people in Seattle? I am his representative to shepherd his flock. My job is to feed you with a good food, spiritual food, and also give you living water, the Holy Spirit so that the sheep of God will be healthy. Look at verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. You remember cistern and cup. You are called cups. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That is spiritual Healthy, spiritually healthy. Goodness and mercy and favor and goodness of God follow me all the days of my life. Everywhere I go, I'm the soul and the light. Everywhere I go, I'm the head, not the tail, I'm above, not beneath. I have the favor of God on me. I'm very healthy Christians. And I would do well in the house of the Lord. Where is the house of the Lord today? In the church. You are in the church of God forever. You commit yourself to a good local church, not online church. Online is not a church. Online is just a supplement. The church has to be local. Amen? I care about the church so much. That's why I flew down here. A lot of people shook their head, Pastor Lau, are you crazy? You're going to California this time with the pandemic. I say, I'm going because I care about local church here. They have been dry. How many people accept that you have been dry before this revival service? You think I should come? You think it helps? In June. Wow. (laughs) Praise God. The Lord is our shepherd. He leads us to the green pasture. He leads us beside the still water. He anoints our head with oil. Our cups run over. Which means that He wants to feed us in the house of God with the good food. And He wants to anoint us with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit on the regular basis. Thank God that we can be filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues the first time. But after that, we should not stop being filled with the Holy Spirit. We should be filled with the Holy Spirit on the regular basis. Amen? And look what happened. When I read this scripture, I can see. I can see. Acts chapter 4, 8 to 13. Then Peter, full of fear, looked sad, scared of COVID-19, shaking, weak, unhappy, Bad mood. Negative. <sighs> Do you see Peter that way? No. When I read this scripture, I see this Peter. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, he smiled. He was so bold. He was so happy. He was so full of energy. Rulers of the people, and elders of Israel. If we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made? Let it be known to you all. So he preached. He preached. And then verse 13, I, I skip. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, Peter and John were not standing there. COVID 19. Oh. oh, that pastor is bad. That brother is bad. I don't want to associate with them. Oh, Jesus, I will preach about you next year. This year, too busy. I'm sick. I'm poor. I'm in a lot of debt. Everything terrible. Life is terrible. I'm I'm tired of my wife. I'm tired of my husband. We quarrel every day. Is that right? Now when they saw the bonus of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men they marvel People look at us to be wow He looks so good so bold so full of glory so full of energy so full of glow and faith, and boldness, and happiness, and joy. It's not about education. It's not about going to Bible school. I, I'm not against going to Bible school. But it's about your spiritual life. How are you doing? Are you healthy? Are you very sick? They marvel and they realize that they had been With Jesus. In order to be spiritually strong, you need to have a very close relationship with Jesus. You pray, you spend time with him. I share with people this afternoon, as a preacher, when I look in the congregation, God spoke to me. My son, do you know that their spiritual condition that you see right now is related to the level of their faith and their relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you really believe that Jesus is your God Your savior, your healer, and your deliverer, your prince of peace. Do you believe it? Do you know him? Do you have relationship with him? And I say to God, God, I cannot help them to know Jesus. It's a personal thing. It's really a personal thing. I cannot force you to read the Bible. I cannot force you to pray. I cannot help you to know Jesus. I'm a human being. I cannot. God show mercy to them. I don't know how to help people to really love Jesus, fall in love with Jesus, have boldness, and want to preach the gospel and really have relationship with Jesus. I don't know. I'm human. And God said to me, it's not you. The person that's going to help them to know, to, f- have, to be banana for Jesus, to really on fire for Jesus, to really fall in love with Jesus, to have faith in the power and the love and the grace of Jesus Christ, is the Holy Spirit. when the Holy Spirit moves in the church, God's people will be on fire. But when the church blocks the Holy Spirit, Christians will be like dead, stagnant, because they just get the hate knowledge about Jesus. But they don't have the encounter with Jesus themselves. My purpose is to see that you all are healthy. You're all on fire for God. Bold to serve the Lord. Diligent. Fervent. Love God. Have the character of Jesus. Kindness, mercy, love, faith, long-suffering. Your face is glowing. The character of God. People see you. People can record in their story. We are marveled. Wow. These people really know Jesus. They're so different. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Pastor. <laughs> you can preach. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Let me ask one more question, one more time. I'm going to finish here. Do you want to be successful? Do you want to be rich? Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to have a successful family? Do you want to see the blessing of God go down to the thousand generations after you? Do you want to see the favor of God in your life? Everywhere you go, God's favor is on you. He guides you to meet the right people. He protects you from things from accident. He protects you from infection, disease. You are not sick, you're healthy, in good health all the time. You live a long life with good health, with strength. Do you want that? Oh yeah, I want it. I don't want to die soon. I don't want to be sick. What comes first? Your spirit must be healthy. You must be a person of strong faith, full of Jesus. You know Jesus. You're filled with the Holy Spirit. You are in the good church. You have a good shepherd. You fellowship with brothers and sisters who have strong faith. You are under the protection, the shield of favor, under the canopy of God in the good church. All this principle is for your benefit. Amen? Hallelujah. That's why I teach the word strong. I don't want you to waste your time. Maybe I come from medical background. I cannot hide the truth from my patients and I cannot lie to my patients because my patient may die. I need to tell them the truth. Do you know that life, your daily life is concerning life and death? If you make a big mistake, you can die. That's why it's so important to teach the truth right on. To be like a vaccine to prevent you from dying something. Dying spiritually, dying financially, dying in your family life. Husband and wife just Break, break up life and death. It's so important to know the truth. The truth shall set you free. And not only that, I love to lay hand and impart the Spirit into you because I want the Spirit of Jesus Christ to touch you. It's one thing to talk about Pasada. It's another thing to just see her picture. But it's another thing. Best thing, she hugged me. Kiss me. Tickle me. (laughs) To be touched by the Spirit of God is like Jesus come and hug you, tickle you, kiss you. The Spirit touch you. You have the first-hand experience of encountering God yourself. It makes a big difference in your Christian walk. You will be like John and Peter because people realize that you have been with Jesus. You have been touched by Jesus. You have been laid hand by Jesus. You have been healed by Jesus. Amen? The reason I'm on fire to today because I have been touched by God so many times. Again and again and again. Amen? Father in heaven, I pray, Lord, that you will help your disciples in this generation to be in the right church, to be in the house of God all the days of their life. You shall lead them to the green pasture, the place that feed them with good food. And you give them the still water, the living water of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, send your fire of revival to touch your people more and more and more. And Lord, they will know that you love them. O Lord, Father, I pray that the believers who are under my care around the world will be spiritually healthy. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.